Bring you a three-minute digest of what happened in China's business sector. This is China Business Now by 21st Century Business Herald. Hello, everyone. I'm Stephanie Lee. Coming up on today's program, Chinese regulators urge financial institutions to take main responsibility in tackling risks. In 18 provinces, post-GDP growth above national 3% in first three quarters. Here's what you need to know about China in the past 24 hours. China's newly established financial stability fund, its deposit insurance fund, and other industrial security funds should not be used as the go-to bailout option while the country is dealing with financial risk," said Guo Shuqing, chairman of the China Banking and Insurance Regulatory Commission. What has warned of so-called black swan events or unforeseen occurrences that typically have extreme consequences that can happen during China's economic development? All kinds of black swan and grey rhino events may occur at any time, he noted. A grey rhino event refers to a highly obvious yet ignored threat. China's development has entered a period in which strategic opportunities, risk, and challenges coexist, with uncertain and unpredictable factors increasing. Guo wrote in an article in a book titled "A Supplementary Reading of the 20th Communist Party Congress Reading." He said that China should expedite the launch of the financial stability law and clarify the criteria to trigger the disposal of financial risk, as well as the procedure, mechanisms, sources, fund, and legal liabilities during the process of handling risk. Adding that financial institutions should set up living wills, a contingency plan for an orderly resolution in bankruptcy during financial distress, to avoid bigger systemic risks. Meanwhile, Yi Gang, governor of the People's Bank of China, also said in an article that clarity on both responsibilities and the division of labor is the prerequisite for effective disposal of financial risk. He said financial regulators should shoulder the responsibility of handling risks associated with financial institutions within their respective jurisdictions. The PBOC is responsible for dealing with systemic financial risk. And local government should improve financial risk disposal mechanisms and implement territorial responsibilities. He said self-help should become the main way of dealing with financial risk at present and in the future. Financial institutions and their shareholders, that are market players, must shoulder the main responsibility of operating independently, being responsible for their own profits and losses, and diffusing their own risks. The economic growth of 18 Chinese provinces has exceeded the 3% national growth rate in the first three quarters, according to the data they released yesterday. Shanxi Province reported a 5.3% GDP growth in the nine months ending September 30 from a year earlier, ranking first among China's 31 provincial-level regions, driven by its industry, especially coal and electricity. Fujian ranked second with 5.2% as it experienced a rapid increase in fixed assets investment, followed by Jiangxi and Inner Mongolia with 5% each. Guangdong, Jiangsu, and Shandong ranked top three by economic volume growth, achieving 9.2 trillion yuan, 8.9 trillion yuan, and 6.4 trillion yuan, respectively. Henan, Sichuan, and Fujian completed the top six. Next on industry and company news. 
Chinese local governments should make better use of state-owned assets such as houses, land, and cars in order to help plug the gap between fiscal revenue and expenditure. The Ministry of Finance said Tuesday. Local governments should conduct a thorough inventory of the assets they occupy and use to make sure that they are being used efficiently, such as through the sharing, swapping, leasing, or selling of these resources, and that none are lying idle. China has 43.5 trillion yuan worth of administrative and institutional state assets in 2020, according to official data. China's logistics sector was less upbeat in October due to the recent COVID-19 resurgence, as the index tracking the country's logistics market performance stood at 48.8% last month, down 1.8 percentage point from September, according to the China Federation of Logistics and Purchasing on Wednesday. A total of 46 Chinese-manufactured wine-gauge railway coaches have been loaded in North China's Tianjin port and will be shipped to Pakistan on Thursday, marking the first time China will have exported this technology for constructing railway coaches capable of speed of 160 km per hour. Another 184 units will be delivered to Pakistan in part and will be assembled locally. Global electric vehicle battery installations totaled 341.3 gigawatt hours in the first three quarters this year, rising 75.2% from the same period last year. Data by Global Information Agency SNE Research Show Tuesday. The growth rates were particularly impressive in China, with cattle ranking first with 119.8 gigawatt hour of install power batteries from January to September, surging 100% from last year and taking global market share of 35.1%. BYD ran third with 43.6 gigawatt hour, a whopping 177% gain, with its market share jumping from 8.1% last year to 12. Switching gears to financial news, China's local government bond issuance reached 32.2 trillion yuan in September with a net 24.1 billion yuan in special bonds, data from the Ministry of Finance showed on Thursday. The figure took the total local government bond issuance for the year to 6.3 trillion yuan by the end of September, among which new sales amounted to 4.2 trillion yuan. Central banks of China and Pakistan recently signed a memorandum of cooperation on establishing yuan-clearing arrangements in Pakistan, the People's Bank of China announced on Wednesday. China's policy bank responsible for facilitating the country's foreign trade has rolled out specific credit support worth 200 billion yuan for import from countries that are members of the Regional Comprehensive Economic Partnership, according to the Export-Import Bank of China on Wednesday. In the first 10 months of 2022, the policy bank has offered over 310 billion yuan in total credit to support import. Wrapping up with a quick look at stock markets. Chinese shares failed on Thursday as the two-day rally lost steam after fresh U.S. rate hike and rising COVID-19 cases in China hit confidence. The benchmark Shanghai Composite ended down 0.19%, while the Shenzhen component dipped 0.34%. Hong Kong stocks closed sharply lower as the Hang Seng ended down 3.08% and the tech index sank 3.84%. That's it for today. Tune in tomorrow on China Business Now by 21st Century Business Herald. Goodbye.